guys. Welcome back to Pure Skin Talk. My name is Devin MacArthur. Another week, another week of skincare topics and questions. And I just, I feel like I'm running out of topics. You guys got to help me. I did have a few people reach out and some of them I've covered. Some of them I can go into more depth in. But if you got suggestions, definitely send them my way. Guess I'll kind of talk about my week a little bit. Uh, my, I think I mentioned last time that my dog Olive has something wrong with her paw, so I took her back to the vet after being on what I call bed rest for two weeks because she's not allowed to like go play and outside and whatnot. And they took X-rays this time, and they definitely see swelling, and they definitely see like that her toe, whatever you want to call it, is like crooked, but they don't know if it's her anatomy. And so they have to have a radiologist look at it. But the doctor seems to think that there's been improvement. So I guess that's good news. So what we're doing now is she's on even more strict bed rust. Like she cannot do anything outside at all. And I feel bad because she loves the outside. And I mean, it's kind of windy right now. So she doesn't love that. So this is kind of day that she's okay with being inside. But for the most part, she likes to explore. She likes to play. And in a perfect world for her, she'd be able to go in and out the house whenever she wanted. And it would probably be, you know, like 50-50 or something. But here we are. I feel like she's a little tortured, but at least she has my dog, Luca, who is not allowed to be outside alone either because he likes to jump walls. So at least they have each other inside the house, but it definitely makes it more difficult because, you know, I can't let them just wander everywhere. So anyways, you know, people laugh when they, when people call their animals kids. I know a lot of people who have kids don't necessarily like that. And I don't think it's the same. <laughs> I don't think it's the same. But I got to tell you, these dogs of mine are very expensive and a lot of work. <laughs> and I do feel like I have a toddler running around most of the time and a toddler who doesn't understand English because it's not like I can explain to Olive, you know, hey, listen, your paw is inflamed and swollen and your toe might be crooked. So we're going to keep you inside. Like you can't say any of that to... A dog. And yeah, I know a toddler doesn't totally understand, but there's some comprehension. I don't know. Anyways, I love them dearly. I love them dearly. But so that's what's going on with me. It's just makes life a little bit more difficult so that when I need my mom to watch Luca when I go to work or whatnot, I also have to have her watch Olive too. <laughs> I tell ya. Anyways, that's what's going on. With me, I did a peel on myself. So my skin completely shed because I did something really strong and it still did not solve the problem that I was trying to solve. So next week, when my skin has healed, fully healed, I'm going to be doing microchanneling again to see if that will help. Kids, wear sunscreen. That's all I got to say because this is all damage that I have been dealing with because I had a real good time out in the sun when I was younger. and. There's one thing you can learn from me is wear sunscreen. Enjoy the sun because you got to enjoy life, but wear sunscreen and just be smart about it. Reapply, wear a hat, wear big sunglasses. 
you know, all those things. It's just not worth it to do the other way. And it's interesting because... So I was reading on Facebook. I've I've mentioned these esthetician Facebook groups that I'm in. And there was this person who is an esthetician and she posted that she doesn't understand sunscreen or rather she doesn't understand the importance of having to wear it every day and the importance that estheticians put on it. And I thought it was weird. I don't know how old she is. She submitted this post privately. So, you know, you can't even like try to guess her age. She says she's not a new esthetician. So whatever that means, I mean, that could be five years, that could be 30 years. I don't know. But so I find it interesting because, well, one, I absolutely do not believe that. And second, she said it's because she hasn't noticed any damage pop up. And I'm like, okay. I tried to comment, but commenting had been turned off just as I was typing. They literally turned it off. I was like, darn it. But I just, you know, she says she wears it when she goes to the beach and stuff like that. Here's the thing. We know sun damage takes about 10 years to show up. I just told you guys how I'm trying to get rid of sun damage that I created when I was younger. I have been doing proper sunscreen for about 15 years. I have been careful. Damage is still popping up every year. And it stinks. So there's a possibility that she has a damage and it just hasn't popped up yet. And also, what's the harm in telling somebody to wear a sunscreen? I mean, I always say it's the number one way to prevent aging. It's the number one way to prevent a scar. And... Let's just say somebody gets away with not getting sun damage. I don't even know how that could be possible, but let's just say she gets away with it. She doesn't wear it on a daily basis. She's not worried about driving in a car, going to Target, getting the mail, whatever. She's not worried about that. But I think, well, the sun breaks down collagen. So if we know that the sun breaks down collagen, why wouldn't you want to wear sunscreen to protect it from that? Forget sun damage. Just think of the collagen. We already lose about 1% a year starting at at the age of about 30. Why do we want to make this happen faster? It just, none of it made sense. And there were a couple of people that were kind of on her side, but most people were like, I don't understand why you're saying this. Like it just, there's no harm in saying to your client, wear sunscreen, even if you don't believe in it. You should know that for the greater good of their skin, they should be wearing sunscreen. It absolutely makes a difference. And I have to say, you know, I've been doing this for 11 years and the clients that come in and say, I have always worn sunscreen, the difference in their skin is huge versus somebody who has not worn sunscreen. So don't tell me that it's not true. I mean, by the way, we have science that backs us up on this. But we know for a fact that it makes a difference in the skin. So I don't know. It it just surprises me when people want to come in. Somebody commented, they're like weird flex. And I was like, yeah, it kind of is a weird thing to like feel like you're bragging about. I don't know. I don't know what angle she was. I don't know. I don't understand the, the point of her post. Maybe she was thinking more people would agree with her or whatnot, but it made no sense to me. Wear your sunscreen. It is the number one way to protect your skin against aging. So 
wear it and wear a mineral sunscreen, something with zinc that offers even better protection. And then you don't have to worry about all the sunscreen chemicals that we know can sometimes irritate the skin. So just use a mineral sunscreen and you're good to go. I don't know. I just don't understand the argument against it. I guess the only thing that maybe you could say is vitamin D is good for you. Yeah, there's other ways to get it besides exposing your skin to the sun like that. Going out for a little bit when it's like the end of the day or beginning of the day or or whatever. But even when you wear sunscreen, your skin's still going to absorb some sun. And so you're going to get that vitamin D. I don't know. That's how I feel about that. I did not agree with her stance and I didn't understand why she... I mean, it, it's it's crazy to post something in an esthetician group and say, I don't think you should wear sunscreen. It's just not going to work that well in an esthetician group. Anyways, I guess it would be like going to a dermatologist group and saying like, I just don't think we need to check for skin cancer anymore. What? Why? What? That makes no sense. Anyways, that's my rant for the day. Wear sunscreen. Bottom line, that's how I feel about it. I think it is for the better of your skin. All right, you guys, let's get started on what we're actually talking about today. Okay, so we are going to talk about collagen and we're going to talk about winter skin rash because this has come up a few times and so I just thought I'd put some information out about it and how to fix it and why it's caused and, you know, all those things. But let's talk about collagen first. I just talked about it in, you know, how the sun breaks down collagen and how we want to protect that. But what else can we do to help our skin get that collagen? I mean, we all want more of it, but what's the best way to get it? You know, there are lots of products in many forms that promise to give your skin collagen, but do they work? This is what we're going to talk about. So we've got moisturizers with collagen. Sounds good, but the problem with these products is that collagen molecules are too big to penetrate the skin. What it will do is make the skin soft and smooth. It absolutely cannot help firm or replace lost collagen. Okay, so remember that it cannot replace lost collagen. All temporary though, because moisturizers do not penetrate the skin either. So it's gonna make the skin soft and smooth, but we're not correcting anything, okay? It's just very, very topical. So if you if you wore a moisturizer for a week with collagen and it's gonna feel great, your skin's gonna be soft, but if you stopped wearing it the following week, those benefits are gonna go away, okay? Drinking collagen, does that work? Now, this is all the rage. I mean, I see it every day on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere about people talking about, you know, drinking this collagen and they swear that it works. Let's talk about that. Let's go in deeper. Okay, so what is collagen? Collagen is the protein that helps keep skin firm and plump. It works because it's part of a matrix that gives structure to the skin. It's often referred to the glue that holds the body together. In all the reading I have done about collagen, I have always understood that we start to lose about 1% of collagen a year starting around the age of 30. And it increases rapidly during menopause. Now I've read more stuff that it starts around 25, you know, so between 25 and 30, I've seen a lot more literature about the age of 30, but Let's go with 25, doesn't matter. 
Either way, we've got to do something to slow this process or reverse it. And remember, this statistic refers to those with healthy skin. Environment, too much sugar, and UV rays make the collagen go away even faster. Now, there are several types of collagen and different forms because nothing is ever easy, right? Okay, so we have hydrolyzed collagen. Fully formed collagen chopped down into small bits. It's the most common type used in cosmetics. And then we have native collagen, fully formed collagen. It has a very large molecule structure that cannot penetrate skin. And then you have soluble collagen. This is collagen that is not fully formed and is therefore said to penetrate skin better. It's usually derived from young animals. Most collagen in skincare and drinks come from animals, mostly fish. There are no vegetable sources of collagen. So if you only use vegan skincare products, this is not for you. Researchers have come up with a way to make vegan collagen, but I still know that most are not vegan. If that is a concern, you got to do your research to find out which lines, if this is even something you want. I mean, I don't really think you need to. Okay, so back to the question. Does drinking collagen work? If you're drinking it, then obviously we know it's in your body. But is it doing anything to actually help the skin? Once digestion starts, collagen gets broken down into amino acids. Collagen is a protein and all proteins are made up of amino acids. Your body then uses the amino acids in whatever way that it needs to. Your body doesn't know you were drinking collagen for firmer skin. It's like when you drink a lot of water. I have always said that while it's great to drink it and keep your body hydrated, your skin is actually the last to get it. You can't tell your body that you're drinking water for your skin so that it processes it differently. Same with collagen. It is possible that maybe it will signal the body to increase some collagen production, but probably not, and probably not worth the effort when there are better ways to help promote collagen. But there have been studies done, and they don't look good. The number of people that saw results were very low, about 15%. So like water, drinking collagen is the least efficient way to actually promote collagen production. What can you do then? That's really what you want to know. I know, you don't care about all the other stuff. Call it, drinking collagen doesn't work. What can you do to help your skin? Wear sunscreen every single day, because as I said, the sun breaks down collagen. Vitamin C, retinoids, peptides, and microchanneling or microneedling, whatever you do. With one treatment, you can get about 1% of collagen back. Plus, there are so many other benefits with this treatment. But if we're talking about collagen, if you lose about 1% a year, excluding menopause when you lose more, with just one microchanneling treatment, you're going to get 1% back. That's like getting a whole year back for your skin. It's amazing. It's amazing. I love it. So that's the story on collagen. Same as water, at least efficient way to get it to your skin. So pay attention to the products, the ingredients, 
Again, wear sunscreen, vitamin C, retinoids, peptides, and microchanneling, microneedling will definitely help. So there you go. People can stop drinking that collagen if you don't want to. Now, it can help the joints. I have read that, that it can help the joints. So if you're drinking collagen for your body, great, keep drinking it. But just don't have expectations for, you know, your hair, skin, and nails. So I had a client come in and she is starting microchanneling treatments because of her sun damage. She has a lot. And it's funny because she's Irish and Italian, which is what I am, but she has the skin of being Irish. So a lot of sun damage, a lot of freckles, you know, that kind of thing. And she asked me if the microchanneling was going to get rid of her freckles. And I said, well, freckles are sun damage. I'm like, so yeah, I mean, they, you know, we'll see what kind of results we get, but I've had a lot of, you know, success with helping with, you know, freckles and hyperpigmentation and all that. So yeah, and some people love their freckles. So I don't know which way she was going with it, but, you know, she asked this question and I said, yeah, well, you know, freckles are sun damage. And she goes, well, I was born with mine. And I said, you know, obviously very nicely. And I said, well, because freckles are sun damage, I'm like, nobody is actually born with them. And she goes, oh, that's so weird. She looks, I actually have baby pictures with, you know, with freckles. And I was like, yeah, that's just early signs of sun damage. And she had already told me previously that growing up, like sunscreen wasn't a thing. It was baby oil. And she said that she had family members who were constantly trying to get her tan and all that. So I would imagine when she was a baby, there wasn't a lot of things to like make sure her skin was being protected, you know, a hat or whatever. It's that incidental damage because it's not like, I mean, I would hope not, they weren't having a baby sunbathe. So I think of that incidental damage of like a baby just being outside playing or even if it's a baby baby where they're obviously they're not walking around, but they're outside, you know, hanging with the family or whatever. And... That is what happens. It's freckles or sun damage. We are not born with them. And this has come up a few times. I've had people argue with me. She did not. She told she got it. She understood. She's like, okay, yeah, I got it. But I've had I've had people in the past. I don't know if I've had clients in the past. I don't remember. But I've definitely had people on social media argue with me that you know, they were born for, with freckles. And I'm like, this is not my opinion. This is actually a scientific fact that freckles are sun damage. It's just basically that the melanocytes like giving up, like bursting, like, <laughs> you know? So that's what it is. So I just, that was just a side note, just made me think of it because I think that's an important thing to note because I think a lot of people, or maybe some people don't realize that freckles are sun damage. So I just wanted to to point that out. And there's something, I mean, if you love your freckles, absolutely, but please know that they are sun damage. So wear sunscreen. Okay. I'm off my uh, my soapbox about sunscreen. You guys know how I feel about it. All right. So let's talk about the winter skin rash. Now, what this looks like is sometimes they can be mistaken for pimples, which is not good because, I mean, aesthetically, that's going to bother people. But more importantly, this winter skin rash cannot be treated and should not be treated like they are pimples. What you do per, for pimples versus this rash is different. And you could actually make it worse if that's what you think it is. 
So it can be on the face, it can be on the neck, like those are sometimes even the chest, like these are, you know, common areas it can happen. And it just looks like red, irritated, dry rash. It's not usually like one tiny little spot. It's usually like, you know, spread out maybe all over the chin, all over the neck, all over the cheek, you know, something like that. And it just looks like a rash. I mean, we all know what a rash looks like. So winter can be tough on the skin no matter where you live and what products you use. The skin can become dry, irritated, and even red. And when this happens just on the neck, people get even more confused. So what is going on? I've talked before about dry skin and when our skin's barrier is damaged from things like extreme cold, dry, overexfoliation, you know, et cetera, not using products. This is a common problem, easily fixed, and something that happens a lot in the winter. Moisture leaves our skin, irritants come in. So what are you wearing? Scarves, turtlenecks, even knit type hats, you know, the ones that come in contact with the face, like the soft, not necessarily soft, but the material kind, not like a trucker hat or something. Those with scratchy material like wool could be the problem. If it's constantly rubbing against the skin, especially the neck where it's thinner, it can make the problem worse. Wool has also been known to trigger an eczema flare. And I want to be clear, it's not just wool. Some material that we might use on our bodies could cause friction on our skin. So don't just say, I don't use wool, this isn't my problem. Like just know that it's other scratchy materials that could be causing that problem. Or you could just be allergic to the material too. That's obviously an issue. Okay, so what can you do? Stop wearing that material or at least be aware and don't have it rubbing against the skin. So if you have a hat like that, then don't, you know, put it over your ears where it can touch your cheeks and stuff like that. If you have a scarf, maybe you have it loosely around your neck. If you're wearing a turtleneck, I don't really know unless you put on a cotton turtleneck under it. So you're still getting that, you know, if it's like a turtleneck you love, but just pay attention. So it's not constantly rubbing against the skin. Okay. So you got to stop the problem before you can even begin to fix the problem. Okay. so. Now we have fixed the problem. How can you fix the skin? Hydration is key with fixing the skin and clearing the rash. Go back to a simple skin routine until it is better. Gentle cleanser, toner, moisturizer, and sunscreen, or grapeseed oil at night. Skip the sunscreen. If you have my skin recovery serum, that would really help the skin too. It's gonna make it feel better. If you have the repair serum, you can use that too. If it, it has lots of peptides in it. So if it does tingle a little bit, that's okay. Just watch it. But that repair serum should work. But you want to skip active ingredients like retinols or exfoliating acids because that can make the problem worse. Remember, because we don't want to dry out the problem. We want to get lots of hydration, lots and lots of hydration. I also carry a product called the O2 Calming Gel, and that would be great to calm the rash and soothe the skin. I mean, that calming gel is good for sunburns. I mean, it's good for so many things. Just a burn if you burn yourself cooking or something like, I love that O2 calming gel. But once the rash is gone, you can go back to your regular routine. And now we do know that rashes can come from other things. It doesn't have to be just from clothing. So if you go through all of this and you still have the problem, then we got to figure out what it is. Obviously, something else is, is causing this inflammation. And we know we got to figure it out, but that it could be just as simple as just wearing the wrong fabric on your skin. 
So not everything has to be complicated. Thank goodness. But there you go. That's the winter skin rash. Not an uncommon thing at all. All right, guys, that is it for this week. I hope you learned something. I hope you, I helped you in some way. And I just want to please reach out to leave, you know, five-star review on the podcast with maybe a little like written review. Guy, that helps so much, you guys. I would really appreciate it. I hope you have a wonderful week and we will talk soon. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening today. Don't forget to follow me on social media at Pure Skin OC. I post lots of skincare tips and videos. You can find me at TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. And of course, you can always visit my website and my online store. If you're local and interested in receiving one of my treatments, all of my services are on there and you can even book from there too. You can also find my skincare coaching if you want to have a virtual consultation with me so that I can help you with your skin. And lastly, but so important, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Besides sharing it with your friends and family, this is the best way to help it grow. Thanks so much, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Until next time.